0: For those of you that would be interested in supporting our work and contributing more proactively, you can find our new Patreon page at patreon.com. Then search for Resilience Space Unraveled. So let's get started. Enjoy the show. So, welcome back to Resilience Unraveled. Um, I've often wondered about what it's like to move to a different country. In fact, I've considered it myself a couple of times, moving to a different country. And I reckon it must take some resilience to be able to cope with the change, the language, the different cultures and all that sort of stuff. And, um, and a friend of mine is doing some research in this area and I happened to run into someone whose um, accent is absolutely fantastic. It's actually hard to get in the way and ask her a question because I just enjoy listening to her so much. Uh, and I'm now going to butcher her name. So welcome to Claudia Tindarello.
1: Hello, hi, Russell. Thank you very much. That was a good pronunciation, by the way. Not bad. Claudia hey. Tiniello, yes. You sounded nearly Italian.
0: <laughs> off we're there. Roundabout...
1: No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> well, it's a joy to talk to you, and we know each other in a different context than the UK. But, um, you know, I was very interested to hear your story. But maybe start off by telling us a little bit about what it is you do now, and then we can sort of go backwards. Well, let's start there.
1: Yes, absolutely. So I'm the CEO and founder of Sophisticated Cloud, um, which is a web design and marketing service company. Uh, It's been, the company has been running for the last around 18 months. So it's just starting in the middle of a recession, but it's going quite well because, you know, web design, everything, everybody's online now. So everybody needs a website. So it couldn't be a better service to offer. So I've been living in the UK for 16 years now. Probably you couldn't tell from my very strong Italian accent, but I tried my very hard to lose it, and there's nothing I can do about it. You are, uh, when you're a foreigner, you become deaf to sounds. So I may pronounce some English words in the wrong way, but I can hear the difference. So just to take you back a little bit, I was born and raised in Sicily which is the furthest south of Italy. They said it's probably closer to Africa than Italy. Yeah. So Sicily is the biggest island in the Mediterranean and we have a mix of culture from the past but the culture is very the mentality is very very close mm-hmm. which means if you're a female for your a girl a woman pretty much your destiny is to get married and raise your family. So you can go have an education, but at the end of the day, your job is to become a wife, raise your children, clean the house, do the shopping, and your husband will look after you. This has been going on for many generations. Now, probably the new generations, it's more um, like trying to look for a job, but up to when I was a little girl, seeing my mom and all my aunties and grandmas, that's what they've done all their life, getting married moving from the parent's house to the husband's house. And I remember going to school and graduating from college and some of my friends, girlfriends saying, oh, I'm gonna get a diploma this year and then I'm gonna get married in the summer. And then I'm gonna start a family. So if I get a good grade or not, it doesn't matter really because I don't really need an education. And I never liked them. I could see all these women in Sicily lacking of um, insp- inspiration wanted to do something w- in life they were just that's my destiny being a housewife and I realized from when I was a little one that I needed to be independent financially independent especially studying and if you do study you learn and you want more and that's what I said I don't want to finish the school and get married I want to go to university and that's what I did and you start meeting new people. Then I met my boyfriend, which is my husband today. And he's from Italy, but not from Sicily. He's from, he was born in Rome and grew up in Umbria, which is the middle of Italy. The mentality is completely different. Mm. And having this different perspective, it was like, wow, I was, um, eyes opening for me. And that's why I did something different than a Sicilian girl would have done.
0: Okay. I- so, yeah. let me, so let me leap in, because I, I, um, I, I know you well, and I know I need to jump in every time you breathe, so that's a good thing. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, so it must have been interesting, so you've had this revelation that you wanted something more, you've got this boyfriend, he's giving you a, a different spin in the world in a funny sort of way. Uh, so why come to the UK? Why, is, that, is that like an escape thing, or was it an opportunity to do things differently?
1: I think it's a mixture it when I was 14 uh, I was studying English at school and for me going to England to London was like a dream oh wow I wish I could go to England so it's always been in the back end of my mind to say I want to go to the UK I managed to come to the UK for a school trip just for three weeks over the summer holidays and that's where I met my husband and I said I really like this place maybe one day I wish I could come back here so it was always his dream. Then when I graduated from university and I started looking uh, for a job, finding a job in Italy, especially in the south of Italy, it's nearly impossible, unless you meet you know, somebody that can recommend you. So I trying to look for a job, couldn't find anything. There was a friend of mine, a Sicilian guy, that was working in a call center here in the UK. And he said we're looking for a new they used to call a student a new agent that could speak italian english and french i know you're looking for a job i know you can speak all languages these languages would you be interested i said well got nothing here why not i'm still young i was 23 so yeah let's do it it's gonna be like for, i said i'm gonna go just for four months and then i come back home again so i did it came to uk and i, I never left so it was like an opportunity came about. It was always a dream of mine to come to the UK, so in the back of my mind. And it's like a dream come true, like a kind of serendipity moment.
0: Mm. It did happen. And of course, we're very fond of Italians in this country and such like, so it's an easy place to come to, I guess. So, so what's it like being in a new country, different language? What do you do? Do you sort of tend to, re, to revert to communities of Italians to hang around with, or do you throw yourself into the culture? How does it work?
1: I'm, so well, first of all, when I arrived, I thought my English was quite good. I always got good marks, great, a university, a school. My English was excellent. As soon as I landed at Stansted Airport uh, in London, and I, I wanted to buy a train ticket to my final destination, I couldn't understand a word of what the train ticket lady told me. And I was like, and she couldn't understand me. And I said, oh my God, I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna work in a call center <laughs> and I can't even speak the language and nobody understands me. So there was a, like a cultural shock. I thought my English was good for the Italian standard, but then when you speak to real English people with the British, different accents, there was a foreign language to me completely. So I did struggle the first few months. I pretty much cried every day.
0: Wow.
1: And I the only way to learn was like, I need to be with the British. Stop speaking Italian, be with mm-hmm. the British. Mm-hmm. I watched lots of television. They tend to speak slowly. And then you get to understand the wording better rather than talking to somebody that will speak slang and you don't understand what they're saying. I know there are lots of Italians, also other foreign people. They tend to stay within their local community, like the little Italy of Basinstock or London, and they never learn the language. So I decided to say, no, I don't want to mix with the Italians. I've been to Italy far too long. I'm here to learn English, so the only way is not to mix with them. And that's what I've done. I tend to stay far away from the Italians when I can. No, it's not a problem anymore, but it was a necessity. If I wanted to integrate with the British and learn the language correctly and
0: properly. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So you got the sense of loneliness and you throw yourself in. I mean, it must, it must, I mean, I guess your husband was going through, or your boyfriend was going through the same sort of process as well. So having each other must help a little bit, is that?
1: Yeah. So I arrived to the UK three years before it did because it was wow. still at university. So it was just me when I arrived. No really a place to stay, a job I didn't like. It was a call center base it was like one phone call after the other was one in italian one french one english talking about technical it stuff i didn't even understand (laughs) so it was like doing the training in three languages trying to understand the client with a strong foreign accent for me it was tough and then when my boyfriend today husband arrived three years later i was already everything was ready for him waiting i was here there was a house waiting for him I was there to guide him to say you know you need a job you need a national insurance number which nobody tells you (laughs) (laughs) I learned so much things you have to do right you need a bank account you need a national insurance number you need to do this and that go to the job center nobody tells you these things they should give you like a list when you arrive with a checklist make sure you do this 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 and I didn't have that
0: interesting
1: so yeah
0: I mean i've got a you know um, an association with spain and they, and they insist uh, we have lawyers as soon as you arrive in spain they set it up because the spanish are making money left right, and center from british people abroad so they're very skilled at that sort of thing so uh, it's interesting to see that we're not quite so good at it and so um so where do you get the resilience from to begin to push forward i mean how, how does that work is it is it finding friends because we often talk in resilience about this idea of building a social network
1: for me, I guess, because when I left Sicily, I was the first woman of my family ever to leave Sicily and live by myself, not because I follow my husband, it was just me by myself. Mm. I had lots of resistance from my family, it's like, where are you going, you fucking get a job in a call center here in Sicily, you don't need to go. So for me, the resilience was more based on pride. So I was here every day, I was crying. I wanted to go home. I was feeling so lonely, lost. I didn't like what I was doing, but pride was stronger than anything else. I said, no, I'm gonna stay. Because if I do go back home, everybody is gonna say, see, you're just a girl. We told you, you're a girl. So I needed to make a point that I could do it. And I stayed. And because you go through tough moments, but then you overcome them, you become stronger said, mm. If I've done it, two other six months, I can do another year and then you become, you get used to your life. So for me, it was, it wasn't mainly friendship. It was more making a point that, yes, I'm a Sicilian, but just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I have to follow traditions where I just get married or my husband has to look after me.
0: Mm. No,
1: I'm independent. I started, I make my own money. And doesn't matter where I come from. I'm an individual. I'm no...
0: And, a, and, and then one of the things I know about you, which probably no one else does yet, is that you've you joined Toastmasters, which is the public speaking place, haven't yes, you? Yes,
1: I do. I'm actually mm. the president of my local club, which makes me really proud because as you can tell, I'm, English is not my first language, and they elected me president of a speakers English speakers club. So that makes me so proud. And Toastmaster has been a lifesaver for me because English, you not know, being my first language, always made me feel like I was kind of disabled in a way. In a way, so I, people can tell I'm, I, I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. And joining Toastmaster gave me the confidence to say, doesn't matter if my accent isn't perfect. And people do make fun out of my accent. And before, for me, it was like, I feel so ashamed. I'm not pronouncing this word correctly. I was feeling really ashamed. Mm. And now I feel like this is me, that's my accent. There's nothing I can do about it and it's fine. And I can still still understand what I'm saying despite of my strong accent, that's fine. And Toastmaster helped me build that confidence that I can talk to anyone. And you learn so many skills and techniques how to control your nerves. So you don't blush like I used to do before people say, just mentioning my name in front of everybody. I would go so red, like I like the feeling that you would rather die than having people looking at you. Yeah. The fear of public speaking. Yes. And Toastmaster helped me, really helped me go over that fear. And I'm talking to you today, Russell. When wow. we, we said, Oh, should we do a podcast? A few years ago, I was like, no, sorry, I'm gonna be very off. I'm gonna be off sick that day. And now I jumped to the opportunity to talk. I love it. I went from one extreme to the other, from please nobody look at me I don't want to open my mouth too loud please everybody talk to me I want to share my voice and I missed so many opportunities in my life just because I was too shy and scared of speaking up so everybody getting a promotion and I was behind
0: so how did you conquer the shyness What, what what did you actually do what helped
1: so what happened was a series of events, I will, I've been made redundant four times since I've been in the UK. Mm. And every time you get a redundancy, you take it personally, like, oh, it's because they don't want me, rather than it's your job position is not re- anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to prove yourself, oh, now I need to send my CV out, go through interviews, I don't know if I can do it. So I stayed on um, I worked for a big company a British company for 10 years got made redundant and there was the time right now I'm so used to doing the things I've been doing for 10 years and I need to find another job I have lack confidence completely I don't know what to do So I spoke to a friend of mine and she's a life coach and she said why don't you just join toastmasters they're going to That's going to help you find the confidence and that's what I did. Yeah. So it was a necessary to get out of my shell, and it was the like pure lack of confidence to say, "No, I need to prove myself, and I don't know what to do, and I don't know if they're going to like me." All this you know, inner voice, they push you down. Yeah, and Toastmasters has really helped me, and there was a necessary, yeah. I I cannot yeah. recommend it highly
0: now. Very good. So knowing you as I do now, it's hard to imagine you was this shy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, little you know little thing I hiding was. away. <laughs> it's I quite was. scary, really. And so and now you run your own business as well, and you're working in IT services. So so what advice would you have for women, girls, other Italians, people thinking of coming? Is it... And uh, Would there be a couple of top tips you'd let you give people, other than joining Toastmasters, obviously? Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah, Toastmaster is a must for mm. anyone. Aside you don't need to that. be a foreigner, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The other one is don't let society put a label on you. Mm-hmm. So my label was, I've been told so many times, oh, you're just a girl, you're just a girl. No, I'm not just a girl, I'm a person. Mm. So that's, don't let society put a label on you. Just because everybody's been doing the same thing for generations doesn't mean you can do it anything different. So that's a point. And then if you put your mind to anything you want, you can achieve it, but you need to be persistent and resilient. Right. Yeah. So that's, that, I'm a proof of it. I, I got my business and I could have given up. there have been tough moments when I was, I'm going to go and find another job now. It's easier. I get a salary. I know every month how much I'm going to make. Nope. That's the point. I want to do it and I'm going to do it. And it's working. So it's been persistent. Don't just let the first um, bad things happen to you just put you down.
0: So you have so to that's fight. my advice. Yeah, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. brilliant. And so if people want to find out more about you, Claudia, Claudia, how do they do that?
1: So they can find me on my website, which is called sophisticatedcloud.com. Yeah. and uh, uh, you can find me there. You can see what I do. I talk about public speaking. I got a book launched in November. Again, that's a proof that when I was at school, because I was shy, always my teacher said, Oh, Claudia can speak, she can write. I got a book now. And it was a bestseller in the UK, US, and Canada on Amazon when we launched it. Again, wow. a dream come true.
0: What was it and called? Come on, you. It's yeah. called.
1: Uh, it's your voice, it? Yeah, it's finding you absolutely. It's called Unchain Your Authentic Soul. Oh, yeah. And it's a um, collaboration with other 12 ladies all around the world, and we share our voice, our story. So we have a chapter each on this book. And there are ladies from different path of life. And we just talk about where we come from or the struggles and uh, where we are today, and giving some hope to the other people reading it. And that's an achievement, a massive achievement for me by um, remembering say, oh, Claudia can read. Right, she, she can read. <laughs> like, yeah, I can,
0: <laughs> but yeah. Brilliant. Well, I mean, you're an inspiration and I hope anybody listening to you can take something from this and just think to themselves, well, it is about finding your voice, isn't it? It is literally about that and and then having the pride to build your confidence. And it comes in small steps, isn't it? I think what you've yeah. shown today is that you don't leap from being completely shy to being completely confident. Yeah. It takes time and it takes work and you have to press a press away, but you just have to keep going. Is that fair?
1: Absolutely. It's getting out of your comfort zone. So it's the comfort zone is a trap. It's a prison. It's so comfortable, but still it's a tra- it's a prison. Yeah. And every day t- you can just just jump massively out of your comfort zone. You just take little steps every day a little step, a little step until the comfort zone grows and grows. And you see, oh, if I have done that, I can do more, and I can do more. But it needs you need to get used of getting out of your comfort zone,
0: Good. and that's
1: what I've been doing for the last sixteen years.
0: And, and I suspect you're going to keep on doing it.
1: Yes, absolutely. I can't stop. And I, I
0: imagine, you know, more more books, more websites, more. more books. Work.
1: We expand into New York now. Mm-hmm. Um, I being I got a collaborator based in New York. We got a few clients there. And again, this is a dream of mine to open an office in New York. And things are happening because you put your intention out there and you work hard. And now I got another person working there for me and clients in New York. So it's happening. And just looking back where I come from, it's um, a miracle. Honestly, people, usually people from the area where where I was born, if you make the news it's because you're on the criminal page of the newspaper that's yes. the only way to make yes. news and i'm actually I'm, I'm the first one to make the good news about Aww. oh i just published a book i was um an um, article of a magazine yesterday so what an achievement and i'm so proud of it and anybody can do it
0: at that is a great message to finish with. So thank you so much for your time today, Claudia, you've been fantastic. Anyone can do it. Is a and find your voice is what I'm going to take away from this podcast. It's been a joy to talk to you again. Thanks so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much, Russell. It's been a pleasure to be here.
0: You take care. And you too. Hi, everybody. I hope you found that episode useful and interesting. Feedback is always welcomed, and if you're in the mood to subscribe to us or even leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be amazing. If you want to suggest ideas or even people you would like me to interview, then reach out to us at qedod.com forward slash contact. As I said earlier, you can go to qedod.com forward slash podcast for show notes or follow the links.